not even rate it. It's good to know. Not, not, not rate it. It's good to know. So Thursday night, Thursday night was a self-contained sugya, which means we, um, we learned <coughs> before that the sugya of Tzalaf. We said that Tzalaf has four parts. There's the, there's the fruit and the edible shell on which you make a ha'etz and the leaves and the berries on which you make ha'adama. We then brought a stira. If you make ha'etz on the shell, how come you're allowed to eat the shell during Arlon Chutzlaretz? So we said a trick that you could go like to make on Chutzlaretz. The Gemara on Thursday night dealt with one kasha and two missed answers and one real answer. Why isn't the shell usher? Why isn't the shell usher alts shemer lepri? And the Gemara ended up saying that a shemer lepri is only something that the fruit will die without. Again, the shell of its loft, the fruit will die. So two important things. Two important things, Benegir, that. Number one, so what bracha do you make on a shemer lepri? So for instance, no judging, please. Do you know there's chocolate-covered orange peels? Yeah, I like them. Myrdik. Just no. Yeah, yeah. I knew someone who was like, yeah, you mind. So, so there's a grace of Shaila. The grace of Shaila, what bracha do you make? I don't know of any other shimer leperi that we eat, but, but orange peels, definitely the Eilam eats. So what bracha do you make on shimer leperi? So... Yeah, that's bottle. That's bottle. No one, no one eats apple peels as a Michael. But I don't Yeah, no. But listen, that would be the equivalent of fighting into an orange. Cover it with chocolate, and then we'll pop it. So, so, um, so the Taz says, listen. Don't get too serious about this. Just because for Arlo we say a shemulah peri is a shemulah peri. It doesn't mean for for uh, for anything else. The brach on a shemer leperi would be a hadama. So the, the Taz says yes, a shemer leperi counts as a fruit for Arla, but berchase hadama. The Magen Avram says, you know, you say uh, orange and is just I don't call it pomerantz, but for some reason they call it merantz. So that means orange. So the Magen Avram says, what bracha do you make on orange peels? Magen Avram says, if it's fruit, it's fruit. If it's a shemel for arla, it's a shemel for fruit. And you would make a ha'etz on orange peels. Or any other peels you eat. So it's like a, a festa machletas ha'az on Magen Avram. It doesn't get any more basic than that. What bracha do you make on peels based on our sugya? Mishnabura says, when in doubt, make a shah. So that's, that's just one, one like, practical enough you know, of the sugi we learned. But we're going to get back into Arla in tonight's sugi, so I thought it was worth it speaking that out. If you're eating it together with the period, would you make it separate shahakul, or that's zikr not? Yes, yeah, so if you're eating, so that was what Morty was talking about. If you eat it together with the period, then zikr, you make uh, ha'etz, and you don't have to worry about it. For instance, an apple. No, 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 but you had an orange piece and, and, the, and the orange peel, and you're eating it separate, but at the same time. Then, then, then you can for sure make a... a that's something that you eat. The next time I have time, I will go into the uh, into the store. I don't know if they still have them. I don't know. We're gonna let's talk about that tonight. 
The other, the other thing I wanted to, I wanted to bring to the Elam's attention was, was a very important Taisvis. Now I just want to make a big, a big asterisk. I'm going to tell you a bunch of Hetair right now. Don't, don't do this at home. Don't, don't go this on your own. It's, it's one of these really, really, really scary circuits. When I talk about chopping that fruit tree, I kind of drove down Landau's on, on Friday, and uh, I, you know, I told my kids, it used to be across the street, and, and there, there was the tree growing, growing through the roof. So um, I'm like, what? I said, yeah, you can't cut down a fruit tree. Anyway, so, so let's talk about the foreman. The Gemara, what I was trying to prove, at which stage a, a fruit is developed, the Shemuel Perry is the Shemuel Perry. The Gemara says, you're not going to cut down a fruit tree during Shemitah, starting when? Says Tyson, what are you talking about? Forget Shemitah, you're not going to cut down a fruit tree. So look in Tyson's, the second Tyson's on the page. In who cares about Shviyas? And the Gemara says about cutting down a fruit tree, terrible things. You know, terrible things which we don't even want to say. That's how bad they are. So, so Tysus brings the classic hat. It doesn't produce much fruit. If it doesn't produce a cow of fruit per year, then that's not called a fruit-bearing tree. That in a financial sense, if let's say you have a tree that you can make a dining room table out of, you can sell a dining room table for $10,000. You know you know how many cherries you have to like make to get $10,000? There's hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of pounds of cherries. So those are Tysus's two heter, which most definitely are heter, and like they should be taken into account. Um, the rush in Bavakama goes even further, which is where the sugya is. If you need the space of the tree, you're allowed to cut it down, the rush says. Obviously, Landas doesn't hold that way, and neither any of us. And the Taz in Yerdeh says, well, if you could cut down the tree for the space, you're obviously allowed to cut down a tree to build a house. Because if the space is mutter to make a house, the tree is for sure mutter to make a house. Mishal Melech says, the Mishal Melech says, you're able to cut down a tree for the, for the, um, for the wood on the Mizbeach. So they learn from there... That if you could cut down the tree for the word of the Mizbech, you could cut down the tree for Schach on Sukkah. And finally, finally, the Mishlomelch also says it's only also to cut down the whole tree, it's not also to cut down branches. That said, I have in my yard a, uh, a tree, it's a cherry tree. It never made cherries. And, um, and like, you know, back in the day, we had to replace the sirloin. And like they chapel with the roots, and the tree's like half, still half dead. And like the things like Mamash and Sakonis and the Fashis. So I asked Rabbi Berger, like, you know, Ramaisa, what do you do? Like, not one, no one uses any, not one of these had tire, even though they're 100% qualified and bona fide. I sold the tree to a guy. You know, so that's, that's number one. And he cut down one limb that was Mamash about to fall, but that's it. No, no more had tire. So it's one of these things that like, um, even though every single hetter in the book is Nagaya, still the Elam is very, 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 very hesitant to do that. Um, so that is that is um, thing one. Okay, now let's now let's learn let's learn by it. Such a big focus on, on this 
this not cutting down a tree tree, like versus other things where we find. Look in the Gemara of Bavakama. What's this comment says? Huh? Worse. It says people's kids will die. <laughs> Mm-hmm. There's a story in uh, Amin about someone cutting down a tree. We all go stories, huh? No. <laughs> no, they, they were saying how so they not. I'm sure my figures. I think dead people might tell you that. <laughs> they, no, they left the tree, they didn't cut it down, and then all of a sudden, like, the nays had started producing beautiful apples and whatever. I mean, the Gemara is in Boba Kamatsadi Alpha Base. Look, look, look at it. Yeah. Um, that and taking down mezuzahs. The Gemara says really bad stuff about it. What are we taking down mezuzahs? If you leave a house, then another yid is moving in. Yeah, even when a guy is moving in, you have to stand there and wait till the guy, the painter is going to scrape them and put them on the floor. I, when I left Yeshiva Lane, I left like, I had a bunch of good mezuzahs. See you. Like, no way. Anyway, fine. Says the Gemara. We are up to two lines before the lines get medium wide on on Lamed Vavim in base. Palpoli. Peppercorns. If a person needs peppercorns, I'm sure you've seen not ground pepper, like, you know, like the real peppercorns that either you see in like the sweet and sour salmon uh, recipe, or like, you know, if you have like the pepper mill, the the uh, stuff, the little little balls on the top of the pepper mill. So, what bracha do you make on them? Rabshesha summer shahakal. Rav amar loikvom. Rabshesha says you make a shahakal. Rav says no bracha. Vaazda rav latame. Rava really takes this seriously that peppercorns are not a food. The amar rava kaspalpli biyumad kipuri. If a person chews peppercorns in yom kippur, he's potter. Why? Because it's not a food. So, so far, he's shown us in two areas how literally he believes it's not a food. That if you do it in Yom Kippur, you're not chayiv. I mean, we're not going to tell you to do it. You really shouldn't put anything in your mouth in Yom Kippur. But you're not chayiv if you do it in Yom Kippur, and you don't make any bracha. Any bracha. Kas zangvila kipuri. He also said, if you chew ginger, dry ginger, Says the Gemara, how can you talk that way about peppercorns? They say, Rameyer asked as follows. Obviously, from the fact that the Torah says that you can't eat the fruits of an Arla tree. So when it says, which means you should not use it. Obviously, it's talking about asperia. It's talking about its fruit. So why does the Torah have to repeat, period? Don't I know that it's a fruit tree? Why does it have to say it's a fruit tree? To tell you that there's a tree that it is a fruit. This is to tell you that there's such an existence, there's such a barrier that the tree, the wood of the tree, <coughs> tastes like the produce of the tree. Bezos, that what is this? Hapalpali, a pepper tree. Why is the Torah doing this? To tell you two things. Lila <coughs> Medcha, 
Number one, Shapalpul and Chayav and Barla. Pepper is Chayav and Arla, which means it has a din of a fruit. Which means it has a din of a fruit. Also to tell you that Eretz Yisrael is an amazing land, and Eretz Yisrael is missing nothing, including such a phenomenon of a fruit, of a tree, that the wood tastes like the, the product. Oh, so the Rishayim asked, how do you know, knows, how do you know that this is not just talking about Esri? Because, yes, the Gwaran Sukkah uses that, but not to tell you that it's Chayim and Arla. No, it's to say, what's Esri? Right. What's Esri? Right. But not to tell you it's Chayim and Arla. So how do you know to be marvelled that a pepper is Chayim and Arla? Which means we just created a whole Dindai Rais. So the Rishayim asked, how do you know that, that if this phenomenon is true by an Esri tree as well, how do you know that the Torah didn't just come to be marvelled Esrit and Arla. How do you know that? How do you have a right to say what our Gemara just said that we're a marva pepper for Arla? Can you say that? How you know it's an Esrit because it's hundred percent? Yeah, no, so, so maybe it's peppercorn. So, so, uh, so that the Gemara over there answers that it can't be peppercorn because it's not nickel or kichasa. It's too small. You have to see the Esrit in your hand. But but you're asking the other way, which the Rishonim ask over here. So like you just were mechayev pepper and Arla, and you're mechayev pepper and brach, you're mechayev pepper and everything. You just treated pepper as a real fruit based on a phenomenon that the Torah describes. So how do you have a right to do that to pepper? Maybe it's just talking about Esri. So the Rishonim answer to your kasha, it's Pashat, the Pashat's not coming to be chayiv, uh, Esri and Arla. Esri is a fruit. I don't need a Pashat to be chayiv, Esri and Arla. Anyone that need a Pashat to be chayiv, apple and orange and Arla, it's it's a fruit. So therefore, it, the Rishonim said, because what you said, it couldn't have been coming to, to be marbe Esri and Arla. Maybe we use it for other things, but not to be marbe Esri and Arla. To answer that question, Eretz Yisrael is missing nothing. Shenemar Eretz, a land, Asholaybe Miskenus, that not Nebuch. Miskenus in Hebrew means Nebuch. So Asholaybe Miskenus, not Nebuch. Teichabalechem. All you have to eat is bread, <coughs> which means if there's nothing else to eat, like you get by on bread. If you have an exciting diet, then it has other foods beside bread. So the Torah is telling us, it's not nebuch, all you can eat is bread. They fill varieties in Gishmak Azach and even fruits that the wood tastes like the fruit. So the bottom line is, bottom line is, you just got finished telling me, you just got finished telling me that a pepper is not a food, so much so that Rava holds you don't even make any bracha at, on it at all. And then you tell me that it's mamish the fruit that Eretz Yisrael's nishtabeachin, and you tell me that it's chayiv and arla. How could you have it both ways? Like kasha habaritivta habiyabeshte. Depends. Moist, fresh peppercorn off the tree—that's a fruit. You're chayiv and arla. You you're not allowed to eat that in your kipper. You would make a. We'll see in a second. But that's what that's done. Dried peppercorns, none of the above. It's not a fruit. Nachayim in Arlo. I mean, it's too late. It's not a fruit, and therefore, it's it's able to be eaten in your paper. You don't make any bracha. So just a couple points to Farshtei. This Durban says, I don't understand the tzad shahakal, which means you want to tell me it's not a fruit. I understand it hundred percent. You want to tell me it's a fruit, then make a make a hadama. Why would you make? Why would you ever make a shahako? So the Ramban learns that the tzad of making a shahako is what we said before, 
like when you when you grind wheat. It was the shtani legreisa. By allowing the peppercorn to dry, it became ishtani legreisa. It became changed for the worse, and that's why it got downgraded for a shahako. Is there anything to say like they did with the olive oil that means something that's like destructive to yourself? But apparently, it's not medically harmful to you. Uh, but it, also, like when you, isn't it when it's fresh, harsher? It, is it? You, you think it's like 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 um, like uh, jalapeno peppers? Yeah, like when you dry it out, it loses some of it. Loses it. some of it. Gentile. I would think that 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 would be an issue with this because you're. Because you, I hear, I hear, I hear, I hear. Lemaisa like rubbing. You don't make any bracha on dried pepper. What bracha do you make on moist pepper? So the riff and the Ramam say you make a hadama. The Rabbeinu Yoyna says understand what we were just talking about before. If it's a fruit for Arla, if it's a fruit for Arla, then why don't you make ha'etz? So, just like we said before, it's not so simple that just because we admitted you into the club for Arla, we're treating you like a regular food. And like we saw that you said, we saw that you said by the Shemr Leperi with the Taz, that I don't care if it's Shemr Leperi, I don't care if you eat your chocolate covered orange peels, it still is a hadama, even though Nisrab is a fruit for Arla. Fine, I'll just let you in the Arla Club, but don't, don't take that too seriously. So the Mafarsha, the Paiskim say, the Ramban says it over here, a similar you say, just because I allowed pepper into the Arla Club, don't get all carried away, and you will never make her eights on, on, on pepper, even if it's in its moistest, choicest form, you will never make her eights on, on peppercorn. Don't take the admission into the Arla that seriously. So we see that same thing. Okay. One last thing on this moist versus dry. We said the same thing with ginger. Amalei Rabbonan Lemareimer. Kas Zangvila, if a person chews ginger, the Yubit Kippur, he's potter. Again, the Gemara says, I find that hard to believe. How could you tell me that if you're eating ginger, it's so not a food you're allowed to eat, not allowed to, but nothing happens if you eat on Yom Kippur? It's not true. Vamarova, hi himless, this ginger brew, which apparently like a good old fashioned ginger ale, that they would they would steep ginger, and they would they would boil it and they would make like a, as a drink, but like it had food inside it, like mushy ginger ale. Hi himless, the asimibe hindai, that came from India. Number one sharia, it's kosher. Kosher as far as what? Kosher as far as Bishalak. Came from India. Obviously, it was cooked by a guy. It's not an issue of Bishalakum. Why is it not a Bishalakum? Why is that not an issue of Bishalakum? Because it's Nechal Kamei Anything that can be eaten raw is okay. There's no issue with Bishalakum. So, for instance, that's why, most practical example, you could get a coffee from any Gaisha place in the world. You can get a black coffee anywhere, except Starbucks. But beside that, you can get a black coffee anywhere. <laughs> Why? Ah, uh, it's Bishalakum. No, water is Nechal Kameshu Chai. When, when we'll be able to get fish cooked by a guy because sushi is Nechal Kameshu Chai is a constant debate. So I was once in Starbucks before it became Trif. <laughs> and, and I saw a sign in Starbucks 
which is left a roshim on me. Even the best, there's like a poster, like, even the best coffee in the world is 98% water. So they were saying that we filter our water, you know, that, that, that was what they were pumping. But you see from there that the coffee's about to burn, but, but that's why you let our coffee before Davin. Because you're drinking water. Water's much different drink before Davin. I, it's coffee, doesn't matter. It's, it's water, you're drinking water. Milk and sugar, we'll talk about it in a bit. Huh? Anyway. Still, 98%. Yes. How are you not going to drink it? That's what the Mishnah says. Mishnah says it's water. Drink the water. Huh? Wine is not water. I know, I know chemically. I know chemically. It's, 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 it's uh, but no, there's Lamaisa. It's great product. Chemically, you're right. You know, like, you're 90% water, and watermelon's 90% water. But Lamaisa, it's not, it's not water, it's wine. Says the Gemara. So, anyway, so, so you see that this ginger brew, the heter for drinking ginger brew that came from Hindu is because it's Nechal Kamashu Chai. What do you see? You see that ginger is Nechal Kamashu Chai. It is Nechal. And you're busy saying ginger is Nishkin food and you can eat it on your kipper and you don't have to make a brach on it. By the way, the broth is Nope. This is talking about dry ginger. You know, the kind that looks like marr. That is what we're saying over here. The bracha. If you eat it on your kippur, your potter. Fresh, moist ginger, which I'm not sure that stuff they give you in the sushi is real ginger or not, but if it is, fresh, moist ginger is a hadama. It's a Adama, you're obviously not a Latina on your kipper, and it's not a problem with Bishalaka. Okay. Now we start a major, major, major sugya. Says the Gemara. Chvitz Kedera. is some form of porridge in which they took, in which they took grains various stages of crushing. You have to remember, we have a myriadic diet. We eat millions of foods. In those days, they had very, very, very few options. They like basically had like, you know, proteins. Same proteins we had. They had fish, chicken, uh, meat, eggs. But outside of proteins, they didn't have anything. They made bread, but like, you know, like, like what you consider a protein. They didn't have potatoes. Rice we're going to get to. They had rice, and they didn't have pasta. So what? What? No quinoa. No quinoa. They had it. They still wouldn't eat it. Quinoa <laughs> <laughs> only started. I'll tell you later. Pesach. <laughs> yeah. I can say anything disparaging about this. Um, like this. So what did they eat? What did they eat for breakfast and lunch, or breakfast and supper? Grits. So, so they cooked grains in various forms and proportions of, you know, grains. So chvitz kedera was grains cooked with honey, they didn't have sugar, grains cooked with honey and water and other stuff, which probably doesn't good. Or daisa, daisa is straight up crushed grains. 
what bracha do you make on cooked grains? Rav Yehuda Amar Shakul Niyabidvaray. Rav Kahana Amar Baramanei Mezayis. Rav Yehuda says you make a shahakal. Rav Kahana says a Mezayis. Says more slow down. Bidaisa Greda, straight up grains, which means oatmeal. Um, I don't know if your parents subjected you to wheatina. Wheatina, cream of wheat, farina, grits. Um, grits is corn. It's corn? Oh, yeah, that, my parents subject me to that. Okay, fine, drop that. Fine. Um, I can't say these things, of course you make them as zionists. Why wouldn't you make them as zionists if you take rolled oats, you know, mill grind them, steel grind them, and then and then cook them in water? Why wouldn't you make them as zionists? B'daisa grade kuli amale pligi debereman of zionists. Ki pligi b'daisa ke'ein chvitz kedera. We're talking about porridge with sugar. Rav Yehuda, Rav Yehuda, Aimer Shahakol, Savar Duf She'ikar. You're mainly eating a, you're mainly eating a sweet Michael <coughs> to make it bulky and to give it nutrition you put in you put in some grains but you, the ikker which is always the halacha you always make a bracha on the ikker you always make a bracha on the ikker so for instance if let's say you have yogurt with fruit on the bottom and you mix it in what bracha do you make? Shahakal. Ah, there's visible pieces of strawberries. Doesn't matter, you're eating yogurt. Let's say you're eating ice cream and there's pecans in the ice cream. What bracha do you make? Shahakal. You're eating ice cream. Ah, pecans are heights. Doesn't matter. You go bust the ikker. We always go bust the ikker. Even, you know, it's push it when, <coughs> when you have a, a mush. Like let's say you take a smoothie. Of course you go bust a rice. But even when it's not a smoothie, even when the ingredients are nicker, you go bust a rife. Unless they're totally separate. We'll talk about all this. But Rebuth says, listen, you're here the Dufsha Iker. Ruf Kahana Amar Bariman Mazinus, you make a Mazinus Savar, Smid the Iker, the Iker is the great. Now, says the Gemara. This is going to be the topic of the main thing of the next sugya. Amr of Yosef Kavost of Kahana Mestavra. Rav Kahana is correct. The Rav Shmuel Damitravayu. Mizaynus is a category buster. That even though everything else goes with Rav or Iker, everything else goes with Rav or Iker, not Mizaynus. The Rav Shmuel Damitravayu. Anything that contains wheat, rye, spelt oats, barley, anything that contains these ingredients, you make a mezayus. So, for instance, just the simplest example. I don't know if you ever watched anyone make chocolate chip cookies or looked at the recipe, but if you look at the recipe of chocolate chip cookies, it's be'erach like this. I don't, I don't know the proportions exactly, but it's be'erach like this. The sugar, the margarine, the eggs, the brown sugar, and the chocolate chips, each one is as much as the flour. Which means you're putting in two cups of flour in the chocolate. I haven't made chocolate chip cookies in quite a few years, but you're putting in two cups of flour, you're putting in more sugar. And then you add in the eggs, 
and the and the brown sugar and, and the other zachin, the, the flowers are meat. And all those other ingredients are shahakal. So how can you not make a shahakal chocolate chip cookies? This is why. Because kol saminim, and this goes even further. There are certain cookies which have very little flour, like lace cookies. Have very little flour. What bracha do you make on lace cookies? Mezaynus. So we're going to... Oh, so schnitzel we'll get to in a minute. I was reading this morning all like the hack about schnitzel. Like, so in the swarm, they love talking about schnitzel. I once asked to have a hop for So are you crazy? <laughs> You're eating chicken. I'm sorry, but like every saver talks about it. I'm not, I ain't invented Shaila. That's what he did with the schnitzel shots. I'm not doing that to you, but we'll get there. Um, uh, that's perfect. That's perfect. What do they mean? It's there for you to make. It's not based on the cookie, it's thicker. No, but we're not saying. Why is schnitzel different? Why is schnitzel different? Right. So if I put croutons in my soup, then all of a sudden I gotta make croutons. We have all the other soup in what about granola and yogurt now? Granola is a disaster. We'll get to granola later. But one second, Rabbi said, well, let's, let's, let's talk about the sugi systematically. Let, let's, let's, like, let's keep on refining, no pun intended, this flour sugi. So first of all, look in Taisvis. Look in Taisvis. Look in Taisus. Let's get some rules about this culture yesh by sugi. So if you look in the bottom Taisus on the page, about five lines, five lines before, before the, the the end of Taisus. Taisus says, "Im oisin oisai kidei If you're making this food to get full. Suuda, lisaid halev, az tsarech levarech b'ermenem zayis. If you if you are making this food with flour to get full, flour is very filled, which means if you don't have any carbs, so you don't get very full on the other stuff you're eating. So so the flour is very good for getting full. So Tysus adds in caveat number one. Caveat number one. That this rule that that kosh yesh by mechameshis aminim, anything that contains any percentage of flour. Notice there's no minimum. Tysus points out the first caveat. It has to be done for lisaid. But vim ledevek, if you're putting in the other thing flour does is it makes things thicker. I don't know if you ever watch anyone make gravy. So a lot of people put flour in the gravy. So would anyone, let's say you're having turkey with gravy. Would anyone tell you to make a mazenis on there? Ah, it's called yesh by. No. No one would tell you that. Meatballs. Why? Huh? The meatballs, people use the crackers. Right, 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 right. They put it, exactly, they put in the flour in the meatballs and that. So then, Vimladevic Baalma, if it's there for thickness, which is the big debate by licorice. Um, you know, this is where the mazenis by licorice comes in, but this is why we... I don't think Rabbi Heidemann does it. But this is why we make a shahakal on licorice because it's devic, because it's there to give it that like chewy consistency. This is a fascinating lushan. You don't have to make a barmanimzenis. If you look at him, Kivager, he says, incredibly, Tyson didn't mean to say it that way. 
sounds like that. It's like vol- voluntary. If you want to make mazanas, you're good. You don't have to. Since from Kivager, no, 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 you're not allowed. If you make a mazanas and the and the flour, if you make mazanas on gravy, you made a bracha. I'll tell you, you have to do tshuva. Taisus didn't mean ain't sarach. So so Taisus so Taisus gave the first first caveat, the first asterisk in the sugya of 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 kol by that. It, these aren't two opposites. Number one, it has to be the lisenis alev, and it can't be done ledevik. We have to we have to stop here because we have to chaz, but we have to talk about proportions. Like, so how much do you need to make a mezainus now? Do you need a kezainus proportionally? Do you make a mezainus on a cookie? Let's say the entire cookie is a kezainus. So if the entire cookie is one kezainus, if you eat seven cookies, you're probably going to get a kezainus of flour. Let's say one chocolate chip cookie, which is one kezayis. <laughs> so only 20% of it is, is flour. Do you still make a mezayis on that? Do you make an alamichia on one cookie? Even if the cookie is a kezayis. Now if you ask any guy on earth, you eat a kezayis, it's a cookie, what's your bracha achrein? Alamichia. Which verse is no. Remember Frank, the first Shabbos you want them? Yeah, because because you need a kezayis dogged, which is a plea. So we have to work that out. I love this. But let's stop here for for. Uh,